Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, so grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain as we give a rundown on today's dates and some interesting historical facts, and to sharpen your wit as I toss out some random musing and facts just to get your brain gears turning, and hopefully a time to enrich your faith as we talk about our walk with Jesus. Joining me this week on the Daily Grind, my favorite co-host and favorite big sister in the whole wide world, Carla Cockrell. <laughs> Hello, Daily Grind. It is good to be with you. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It's Wednesday, August 23rd. And on this date in 79, Mount Vesuvius <laughs> erupted and buried most of the ancient city of Pompeii. Oh, I didn't realize it was August 23rd. August 23rd, <laughs> 79. 79. That was a long time ago. Yep. And on this date in 1913... The Little Mermaid statue was dedicated in the harbor of Copenhagen, Denmark. Oh, that's sweet. Hans Christian Andersen, yeah. Okay. And in this date in 1948, the World Council of Churches was formed. Okay. And on this date in 1965, the Sound of Music was released. <gasps> oh, Julie yes. Andrews. I did not know that was this date. Oh, yes. <laughs> that just is serendipitous in some <laughs> perhaps and on this date in 1973 a bank robbery went wrong in stockholm sweden and it turned into a hostage crisis and over oh. the next five days the hostages began to sympathize and identify with their captors leading to the oh. term we now know as the stockholm, stockholm syndrome. syndrome i didn't realize the origin of that either and also on this date in 1991 the world wide web was available to the public oh gosh www <gasps> august 23rd is first and foremost carla cockram's birthday happy birthday carla <laughs> thank you thank you it is it's my birthday it's you. your birthday <laughs> it is also ride like the wind day Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) Which celebrates human-powered flight. Yes, that's awesome. That is awesome. And it is Sponge Cake Day. Okay. I like it. And it it is also the Festival of Vulcan Day, which uh, is the Roman god of fire and volcanoes. Probably has (laughs) something to do with Pompeii. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe so. That That sounds related. And that's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. Harry S. Truman once said, if you can't convince them, confuse them. Right. <laughs> wow. Has everybody since Harry oh. S. Truman glommed onto that and <laughs> And other things. Do you <sighs> hey Carla, do you remember uh fruit stripe chewing gum? Yes. So the do you know the name of the zebra? 
No. The, on the, his name was Yipes. Oh, okay. Not not Stripes. But Yipes. Yipes. Okay. Yipes. Yeah. Lilo means lost in Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. So the movie title Lilo and Stitch really could be interpreted as lost and pulled together. Lost and pulled together. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, Garrison Keeler's real name is That's Gary a... Edward Keeler. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he made Garrison out of that. Garrison out of Gary Edward. Okay. Climate is what you expect. Weather is what you get. Right. <laughs> I am certainly not getting what I would like to be getting in the weather right now. I'm yeah. expecting <laughs> something better. It is hot. <laughs> The only difference between a dream and a nightmare is whether or not you enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, These are some life hacks just for you, Carla. Instead of asking off for your birthday, because that never goes over well, Mm -hmm. you should ask for time off for cake bereavement. (laughs) Cake bereavement. (gasps) Oh. I'll let you know for, how it goes. <laughs> I need a day for cake bereavement. Oh, gosh. This is my birthday. I'm going to destroy my cake. Um, <laughs> it's going to be. Happy birthday. Today's your birthday. This is the youngest you will ever be today. What? Oh, you're right. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make the most of it, then. So, so I have oh. this bit of wisdom just for you on your birthday. Okay. And, and it is that you should forget about your past because mm-hmm. you can't change it. Mm-hmm. You should forget about the future because you can't predict it. Mm-hmm. And you should forget about the present because I didn't get you one. Happy birthday, <laughs> big sis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was all I needed right there. <sighs> and now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. I'm going to put a few verses in the show notes if you want to go back and refer to them. And I'll try to call them out as I'm referencing the things that they're talking about. But I want us just to have a real conversation about the Christian life. And it's not just a tough road. It is an outright impossibility. I mean, imagine it. You've welcomed Jesus Christ as your Lord, right? Well, what's the next step? To continue walking in that same spirit. Think of it like putting down deep roots or constructing a solid foundation on him. Let your faith be unwavering, just as you were instructed. And keep overflowing with gratitude for all that you've received. Colossians 2, 6, and 7. Now here's the thing about the Christian life. It's not merely challenging. It's flat out impossible. Neither you nor I can pull it off alone. That's the harsh reality. But here's the bright side. Jesus didn't just pull it off. He crushed it. And believe it or not, he's actually interested in living his life through you and me. I had a friend who had a saying that we're becoming the very failures we were meant to be. And I think what that means is that our attempts to navigate the Christian life solely relying on our own strength are guaranteed to fall flat because God never intended for us to succeed by our own sweat or striving. And he never meant for us to lead lives of holiness 
without leaning completely on the very Christ who laid down his life for us. I mean, in really simple terms, living the Christian life without Christ won't work. The only way forward is through God's grace, embraced through faith. That is how genuine spiritual growth happens. Look at Galatians 3, 1 through 5. Now, when we attempt to tackle the Christian life using our own strength, it just turns into an uphill battle. Frustration sets in. And that pattern of fleeting victories followed by crushing defeats just becomes exhausting. And the ongoing seesaw between self-assured pride and shame-filled guilt leaves us at times to the point where we can just doubt our salvation's legitimacy. And then, hopefully, a light bulb moment. That feeling of despair and defeat is exactly what God is waiting for. Because he wants us to hit rock bottom in terms of self-reliance. He wants us to come to the end of ourselves. And he's actually waiting for us to admit our struggles and turn our backs on self-sufficiency and earnestly seek his divine assistance. 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. I know this is going to sound like a cliche, but the truth is God wants us to stop hustling and start trusting. He desires for us to let go of the struggle and let Christ step in to do the unthinkable. Grant us freedom and victory over our ongoing battle with sin. 2 Peter 1.3 The Lord's goal and purpose are to let His Son, Jesus Christ, manifest His life through us. 1 John 4.9 Fact is, the only one who ever flawlessly lived out the Christian life was Jesus himself. And that means that for victory over sin, the strength to withstand temptation and the empowerment for ministry, we need to let Christ live his life through us. Galatians 2.20 Our good friend Bill Gillum, when he was still on this earth, used to say that living the Christian life isn't hard. It's impossible. There's only one person who ever lived the Christian life, and that was Jesus. And the thing is, he wants to be my life. I mean, that's the kicker. Everything that Christ is, God's word says, I have it all. The essence of the Christian life, I think, boils down to Jesus Christ. If your life as a Christian can still be explained solely by your own qualities, your personality, your determination, your talents, your bank account, your bravery, your knowledge, your dedication, your sacrifice, your anything else, then despite claiming to live a Christian life, you haven't fully embraced the true essence of it yet. You're really not living it. You're just doing a great job of pretending it. When we were in Fort Hood, Marcy was mentored by Mary Jane Taylor. 
And she said that most of us growing up in the church didn't learn how to experience Christ's life. What we learned how to do was to potty train our flesh and make it act Christian. So today, just let me kind of wrap up these thoughts. The Christian life isn't merely about the challenges we face, but it's about realizing that we are utterly incapable of living it on our own. I think the secret lies in surrendering to Christ, letting him lead and understanding that only through his power can we truly live out the life that we're called to live. It's really not about trying harder. It's really about trusting more deeply and experiencing Christ as our life. Father, help keep me from wanting my life to be just about me. Sir, that my dreams are too small, my desires too selfish, my actions are too sinful for me to focus on just what I think is best. I pray, Lord, that you would give me the courage to see that my life is really about Jesus. I need to follow his life and love you as he did on earth. And I pray that my life would be about bringing you glory and abiding in your son, Jesus. And I pray that you would focus me and that I would be just consumed with gratitude for the grace and the mercy that you have given me. Help me today to be aware of your presence and aware of the fact that Jesus is my life. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on The Daily Grind. It's Wednesday, halfway through this week. So go and have a great Wednesday. Grace and peace to you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.